Welcome to episode 44 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to, it's actually episode 44 of Iron Man Talk with Coach Tom Newsom and Bevan James Arms, brought to you by... Coffees of Hawaii. Coffeesofhawaii.com for your great coffee. It is, and we're fantastic to have Albert along on the camp. I actually listened to one of the podcasts earlier, uh, last night when we got back from the he's camp. He's a cool man. Uh, Albert, like, for the, like, I, I suppose Albert will listen to this, but he's so calm. You know, mm. you meet this guy and he's just, when I first met him, he's just lying back and relaxed and he's just got this real calmness about him. Really awesome guy and uh, quite an achiever too, eh? And he wants to rip it on the bike. Yeah, mate. You know about it. <laughs> yeah, and running. Jesus. And swimming. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, and he's a complete athlete as an athlete. So, uh, I'd be grateful for you guys to support his coffee company and uh, we support as well. It's definitely great coffee, so it's kind of cool. Also, Epic Camp sponsors. Uh, we had Pro 4, Pro 4, Oomph, Oomph, Blue 70, Blue 70, and Head. Head. So those guys coffees have away, so. brought along some fantastic product for the athletes and have been supporting us for a number of years, so we're very appreciative of that. I thought we managed to get quite a few, because we're actually, it's Tuesday now, so we're back at home in the Iron Man Talk studios, and uh, I managed to get quite a few Pro 4 gels somehow. Uh-huh, somehow. <laughs> I'm sponsored by High Five, so I'll give them away. So. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, but anyway, so um, this show here is kind of like the last of the interviews that we had on Epic Camp. It's quite a long show because it's probably going to be about an hour's 20 by week kind of time we wrap it up. Um, we've got an interview. We've got Brandon and I waffling on a little bit. Then we've got Mark. It is waffle. <laughs> it's Brand- waffle. Brandon's going to get cut from the show this year. <laughs> He's waffling. <laughs> and then we've got Mark. Now, how do you say his last name? Pietrofessor. Oh, very good. <laughs> he got called all sorts of things down in Wanaka. Yeah. Petrovsky. Petrovsky. <laughs> Mark, Mark's a really nice guy. I'm one of the white guys who really shone through the camp. At the end of the camp, uh, we had a bit of dinner and Gordo got up and kind of gave some awards away. And it was Mark, uh, Louis, Lou. and was it Job? Jo- oh, Jared, Jared, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely, those guys definitely shone on the camp, and that was really awesome. Um, and then we've got an interview with Hilary Biscay from uh, America, mm-hmm. and she was down in Monica doing the race, so it was kind of cool to get a chance to spend about 15 minutes interviewing her, and we'll have that towards the end of today's podcast. But before we get into the interviews, we're going to have a bit of an interview with Coach John Newsom. Mm. Hey, big day on the weekend, mate. You managed to pull off third place, so uh, how'd it go? It went very smoothly. I mean, the placing was always going to be what the placing's going to be. Yeah. But I was just really pleased with the way I executed my race. It was probably one of the best, or was the best Ironman you know, I've executed. I wasn't, so, so why was it? Um, just the way that I did my thing and I didn't get suckered into anybody else's uh, race plan and just did my thing, went really controlled on the bike and, and had a pretty good run. You know, I still faded quite badly in the last 10k, which I was a little disappointed with. Because um, you 302 in the run. 302. Yeah, it would have been and, a and, three, uh, but still. And I was fair smoke in that first lap yeah. and, and uh, just... Maybe went out a little bit too hard, but still, you know, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with that. It was a, a tough course, and so 9.05 on there. What did you think of the course? Because I, I did the swim bike, and uh, I was pretty stoked because I had my PB swim time, 54 mm, it was minutes. very solid. Yeah, very I was stoked solid. with that, eh? And so, um, and then the bike, I was, like, I was a bit shagged from Epic Camp, but it was definitely a, a challenging bike course. Mm. It wasn't really flat at any stage, was it? No. The swim was great. I mean, uh Beautiful swim. It was. Uh, it wasn't cold at all. I mean, it no. was about seventeen degrees, which is about standard, about similar to Taupo. Yep. And the bike, um, yeah, it's just the Kiwi road surfaces really take a lot out of you. Yep. Um, and it was always either up or down. Yeah. But not very many downs. No. First fifty or sixty was pretty quick. I had a pretty good high average speed at, at around about sixty k. 
and then we turned and came back into a very slight breeze and it was slightly uphill that really uh, was, yeah. was knocking a few people around. So the road surface was pretty tough and there was some pretty, pretty, there was a lot of small hills in there. And mm. there was a couple of pretty solid hills as well. Yeah, definitely like where you're in the easiest, easiest gear you could get and just spinning the legs around, weren't you? Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, I think it was a, it was a old school triathlon, old school bike course. You know, it was very lonely. I basically did a 180k time trial. Yeah. Um, but it was really good coming back through town and then um, heading back out towards Triple Cone, that last 40k stretch. The road got a bit smoother. Um, so quite enjoyed that. It's just it was just a beautiful course, you know. Mm. There were some long straights, but um, there was so much scenery, and there was always things to look at, um, which I actually did because I was yeah just out there by myself. Um, so I thought it was a good, really good bike course. So key moments in the day. Uh, key moments in the day. Um, I'm, I think I made some good decisions in the swim. I was actually went out pretty hard in the swim, and, uh, and it sort of mapped out how I, I thought it would. And then I ended up being in the front of the lead pack. <laughs> I don't know, behind Karen, Karen Doe was off the front. And yeah. so I quickly moved out of there and let Hilary Biscay and um, Luke Dragster. What a surname that is. That's a sensational name, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to change mine to Dragster. Never change Dragster. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, on the way back in, I just was, I was really getting out of my comfort zone. So I did actually make a decision to sort of uh, drop off those guys a little bit. It didn't help that I got tangled up in a swim boy. Oh, did you really? <laughs> and I actually dropped off, and I decided not to to chase back up them because I was just getting out of my comfort zone. And it was actually funny listening to the interview you said with Gordo. You know, um, when he was saying, you know, if it, if you're sitting in and you're working hard, you're going too hard, and yep. that's pretty much exactly how I was feeling. So I did make the decision to drop off and just cruise the rest of the swim. So I think that was quite an important part of the race. It was interesting in my swim because I was thinking the same thing because. Brandon was going to sit on Gordo, and then uh, Gordo was basically going to try um, smash it. So we were going to try to go fast time based on the fact that we could sit on Gordo's feet. Now, Brandon went out and uh, jumped on Gordo's feet, and I was, I was running behind him for ages, and then I jumped on Brandon. About two or three hundred metres into it, I was just working way too hard, and I just thought to myself, sit up, you know, like find some feet that are ready to work on, and I still had a really great swim, so mm-hmm. it was a good decision. Yeah. So that was, the swim went pretty well. Um, I was, wasn't too far off the pace in the swim. And then uh, key thing on the bike was I just zoned in on my heart rate I wasn't really riding to heart rate just had myself some limits um, and just where were you just trying to keep it them. I was trying to keep it below 135 yep. um, that's um, and I average ended up being 132 so <laughs> it, uh, yeah so it was, it was exactly where I wanted to be um, you know you always have a few ups and downs on the on the course I got a bit of a sore back and a bit of a sore knee at times but um other than that, it was pretty, pretty smooth and, uh, and just stuck in the zone, so I was pretty happy with that. You, you were mentioning to me how the boys passed you on the bike, and you... Yeah, I had um, Petra Vabrusik, um and Eddie Smith, who got fourth, Yep. Um, passed me on the bike, and, and I, I rode with them for maybe a couple of k's, and, uh, and just saw my heart rate just going up, and I just thought, no, nah, I'm just going to do my thing today, yep. and it ended up being the right decision, so mm. I was pretty happy about that. And uh, yeah, so the bike was really important, and then the the run. I wouldn't really say there was any um, particular key moments. I just sort of took off and uh, just ran on on feeling to start with, and then started taking my K splits and realised I was perhaps going just a tad too fast and slowed yeah. down a little bit, and uh, just tried to keep it as steady as I could. And um, yeah, the last ten K was hard. My stomach really shut down, but but um, I managed to hang in there, and uh, yeah, I was just. Pretty happy to get to the finish line as you always are. You looked a bit shaky at the end, but you had done right, man. So fair mm. enough. Hey, well, and what do you think about the gloves? So for those who don't know, um, Petro Petro Vabrusic. Vabrusic, He uh, in the race briefing they mentioned that you could still use bro- gloves and booties because originally the race was going to be in Queenstown, and so the the water and Lake Hayes where they were going to have that race is absolutely freezing. So they were kind of thinking they'll let you use 
gloves and booties. When they changed it to Wanaka, the water wasn't so cold, but they said in the briefing that you could use gloves and booties still. Mm. Now, he probably interpreted that wrong because he used the new Blue 70 gloves that are kind of webbed, so yeah, kind of like so duck's feet in a way, and uh, got disqualified. It was. It was a bit of a... Um, I mean, he would have won the race. You know, yeah. uh, He was in the lead, and he would have won, and the gloves really didn't give him any advantage. So I thought it was a, personally thought it was a strange decision to wear the gloves. I actually think they're slower. Um, they're quite heavy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he really suffers from the cold. I don't know, but the lake really wasn't that cold. No, because um, I suffer from the cold, and and I was fine, no problems at all. So I think it was a bit silly actually wearing the gloves because I think they're slower and heavier. Um, and it did clearly state in the rules that you're not allowed to wear web gloves. Yeah. And so there wasn't really any leeway. I mean, what actually happened apparently on the course was they said. Um, they shot them, didn't they? You're disqualified. Um, you've got the option of st- um, standing down for 15 minutes and continuing the race and appealing at the end, or you can just pull out of the race, but as of now you are disqualified. Um, and he decided to stand for 15 minutes and then carried on and he ended up crossing the line in third, um, but he was disqualified. And I think it's the only decision they can make, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's rules, and if you break them, it's like if you cross the white line and riding along on the bike, um, you're not really getting much of an uh, yeah, advantage. It's a rule. It's a rule, and uh, and I don't think there was. I think they probably made the right decision. So you feel sorry for the guy, but um, you think you would have asked? Mm. You know, like if I was unsure, mm. you know, if we'd got you'd be thinking, well, you know, this could be a bit funny. I would have asked. Mm. So well, obviously um, not as intelligent as us. So. Exactly. Well, yeah. There's not many people. Well, it's true. Are, it's it's yeah, a hard thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so we're going to get into the interviews now. So first up, we've got Brandon and I waffling on about three days, and then we've got uh, Mark, and then we've got Hillary and Brandon and I waffling on about the last bit of the camp, and then you'll hear John and I at the end. We'll see you in a minute. No, it's well, <laughs> we'll be about fifty for you guys. Here we go. So we have a Daily Alliance update, but it's kind of a bit of a different one because we haven't been able to get the show out for the last couple of days because technical difficulties, but we are giving you a three-day Daily Alliance update. So we're going to go back three days. we got to go back three days? Three days. All right. So what did we do three days ago? I don't know. I'm pretty fried. <laughs> what did I do just five minutes ago? <laughs> okay, wait a second. So the first day we did... Um... Well, we had KOM. We could talk about the KOM because that was kind of fun. But that was the second day. What did we do the day before that? Uh, we bike to haste. Haste, haste yeah. Oh, that, oh, okay. That okay. was the day that I rode well. Remember? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. So, so what happened was we got up did a morning swim. We did our morning swim, and then yeah. we. Oh, and that was the day I did, we did the. I did the set, the ten by. 10 okay, yeah. So that day we had an option of doing it. We had enough time to do a six k swim. I did six k swim behind Toby. Uh, I was pretty happy with my swim, and then they talking was, right behind Toby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like touching the toes the whole way. <laughs> Dragging on his toes, and then Houston uh, wasn't happy about that. No, no, because oh, because oh, he thought you were doing it. Yeah, I wasn't in the bonus. And then they had an option bonus set. Now, how did that work? Uh, you could do t- uh, either twenty by one hundred or ten by two hundred on the given sets, and I chose the slowest. I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to say I I did ten twenty by one hundreds on one thirty. And was it hard? Unfortunately, it was. Apparently, it was a slow pull. Yeah, slow pool. Yeah. We're going to go slow pool. Yeah. No, but apparently it was. Okay. Apparently, um, yeah, Newsom Albert said, said he had hard Yeah, time and Newsom said he was struggling as well, and, yeah. and he's a good swimmer. Okay. Um, so, and so you did that? Right, and then we rode, and I wasn't really happy about riding. We took off. So, remember we took off so fast? Oh, it was like that all day, wasn't it? Yeah, and the, but then... some. Oh, no, that we were in the mountains immediately. 
Oh, yeah, so we, yeah. we took off at like 5k into the ride, we were into step mountains, and I think Clive was saying in the first hour and a half we rode 20k's, yeah, or, or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, the end of the ride we ended up averaging 32. Yeah, 32 and a half. Yeah. So, and, but it was a really good ride, because basically we got to the hills, and you you got to work up the hills, so we all started working, and got to the bottom, and then everyone just kicked. You and I were riding great up the yeah, hills. You, yeah. yeah, and you were fired up, and then we got to the bottom of the hill, and in the middle section I actually struggled a little bit for a period where I... um. I had to just sit off the back because it was Clive yeah, sucking on my wheel, <laughs> sucking on my wheel all day. <laughs> Clive, Brandon, and I broken away, and um, so that was pretty cool. And then we had a break, and then we we broke away again with Scott, didn't we? Yeah, with Melina. And yeah. then Mark, legendary Mark, out of nowhere. Oh, that was beautiful. Because that Malina, was the best thing that happened to me. Fifteen k, fifteen k to go. Melina, you and I were um, pretty steady. Yeah, we turned around and we, we dropped everyone. Turned around, Mark and Clive are coming back on our wheel. And then Mark zoomed past. Like, I mean, he zoomed by like he was pissed off. Or yeah, something. yeah. And I thought he was going to try and drop us, but he it was we got on his wheel. Fired up. We were flying like 50k an hour. Yeah, all the way in for 15k. It was beautiful. Oh. It was. And we take on uh, Brent and I ended up taking on another. Why did we end up doing two ten? Yeah, and then we did a run on the as most well. amazing road. Yeah, wasn't that awesome? Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Very one thing, one thing I haven't really mentioned about this camp because sometimes you're so tired you don't really stop and ever look up. And uh, a couple of times when we were in France, Joseph, I went for a run. Uh, did you go for a run on the off-trials there? Where's Franz Joseph? I don't even that was, remember. That was the day before we left off. Oh, it doesn't It becomes such a blur. Yeah, I went for a run, and it was just, like, we have had experienced just some amazing scenery and some amazing trails, and... Um, well, that was, was great about the tack-on. I mean, we just chatted the whole way. Yeah. It's really nice to look and, you know, sort Beautiful of... Beautiful terrain, yeah. and, yeah, so, so it was pretty special. We're definitely, uh... You know, sometimes when you do this stuff, you're working so hard, you just forget to look up and enjoy what you're doing. And um, the last couple of days, I've been a bit tired, so I've occasionally looked up and enjoyed that. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, so I had a big day that day. At the end of that day, what was happening in regards to the points? I don't remember. All I remember is that I win with the mosquito bites. Yeah. <laughs> you can or the <laughs> sand fleas. My legs are covered in them. He's dotty. And uh, so I think Montgomery ended up doing 240 on the bike. So I think he yeah, made he did 240. Point. He ran... He ran that morning, and then he... No, he didn't run that morning, he ran at night. Did he? Yeah, because he came swimming with us. Oh. Well, I just remember he's done... He has done so much yeah. training. Yeah. I mean... It just doesn't stop. I, if, if I think about it, I, have to, I get tired. Mm-hmm. But then... Uh, yeah, then what happened? No, we, we slept, and then off we went again. Yeah, so and then... that was the, KOM day. KOM day. So then KOM day, we... Did we swim? We didn't swim in the morning, did we? No, because we didn't have a yeah. pool. Yeah, okay. So we, um... That we, was okay. That was Gordo. We, uh, yeah, we, we took off and and you know Gordo. Oh, it's gonna be steady pace. Yeah, I'm gonna take it easy. <laughs> you know, well, my heart rate was 120, <laughs> <laughs> but he was booking and uh, you know we had a regroup uh, at the About like, 40k, 40k, yeah. 45k in a mandatory regroup to start the hills. And but I decided, you know, I'm gonna ride. With, I'm gonna ride on Gordo's wheel. And we had a pace line going, and I, I went with the first pack, which maybe that was stupid because mm. it burnt me out. But Montgomery was there, and mm. Melina was there. So I, I sat back because I deliberately I wanted to do well in King of the Mountain. I I, I wanted you to do well too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't do. Well, I couldn't win King of the Mountain because Montgomery got away the other day. So and they only have three ones. So I couldn't actually beat him in an overall. But to me, the other day he kind of did more of a time trial than a King of the Mountain challenge. So I wanted to kind of really beat him in the king of the mountain right. as in me and him head on against each other and um so i kind of just sat in for that first 40 
And uh, then we had lunch, or a bit of a break, and then it was all go, really. And we had about, what, 10k out from the bottom of the hill? Yeah, about 10k. Gordo, Gordo, Gordo kept it under control. There was We were going to try and be sneaky and yeah. let Montgomery go a little bit, and I was going to have all my crew working for me and drag my sorry, tired butt up to the mountain, and uh, it didn't work, so we all just we all got there at the same time. So we get there at the same time. Montgomery and I were at the front, but everyone's kind of taking on for about 20 seconds. Well... Melina. Then Melina. Let's talk about Scotty Melina. <laughs> oh, Melina. Out of nowhere, puts the foot down and attacks like you wouldn't believe it for a good 20 seconds. He did this last year. Did he? he uh, we had a, ten, I think it was 10-mile climb. Yeah. Takaka, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Takaka. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Takaka. Takaka Hill. Anyway, he took off so fast up the hill, but he had that same look in his eyes this time. He was fired up. And, well, you know, I actually was going to... I think he just wanted to play. Well, No. <laughs> I was gonna try and I was gonna probably you know race you in Montgomery, but I figured it'd be more prestigious to you know hang back and race Molina. Yeah. You know, so. so I had to go in there. Well, <laughs> see, really how? Uh, anyway, so, I descended really well. Down the <laughs> so Molina took him out. See, the King of the Mountains, uh, there's a story behind everything. King of the Mountains was, I thought it was kind of whack, because the real climb, you know, the beginning part, it was yeah. really steep, and no one was really expecting that. And I and I caught, I caught up to Melina, and then, and then put a gap into him, and then we kind of leveled off, and when I hit the level part, I had, I was just like, oh, I, I've, I've got nothing in me to go, and so I'm just chugging along, and I thought, okay, if this isn't the top... Then it's going to be flat for a while, and yeah. then we're going to have another. But it didn't come, did it? It never came. And Melina, there was a bit of a bump, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, Melina came up next to me, and he sat behind me, and then he realized I wasn't working, and he's like, "I'm going to show this kid how to ride a bike." <laughs> and he he passed me, and I, I tried to stay on his wheel, and I thought, "Oh, there's going to be more, you know, steeper stuff to climb, and I'll just catch back up to him and then take him out then." Yeah. But it literally just kind of like that for a period of day. Yeah. Well, and it just there was just like a little tiny whoop, little roll up. What was that? <laughs> but I could tell, you know, he was still pretty nervous. <laughs> he was looking back, you know, saw the epic sign, and I, I, I waved to him. I was like, "Good job, Terminator! I've been terminated." So, so with Mike and I, so, um, so, I mean, not Gordo, um, Scotty attacked, and then um, we got to the bottom. So Scotty attacked and basically dropped everyone except for Mike and I. And I thought to myself, well, I'll attack again and see what happens. And I pretty much went for the second attack straight away. And uh, and I managed to put a pretty decent gap in on Mike. But we, we pretty much rode to the top of the hill. And it was, you know, I'm working. I was max of heart rating the whole time. I was just absolutely killing myself. And they told us that they were going to put a cone close to the top. So did you see that cone on the left side of the road? No, I, there wasn't a cone. They had an epic sign. No, no, but I didn't know it was going to be, They said, I thought they said a cone. Oh. And well, so that's they, technicalities, man. <laughs> you got to learn how to improvise here. So I, I saw this cone on the side of the road. I thought, sweet, 500 meters to go. And it made sense to me because at the top Are of the hill... Are you sure there was a cone? Yeah, there was. I wasn't hallucinating. Maybe I was hallucinating. <laughs> and so, so I thought it was, must be over, but no one was around, so I kept going. Flattened out, got to the bottom of the hill, and I was absolutely blitzed, you know. But you've got to keep moving. Did Montgomery come back up to you on the flat part? A little bit. He gained a little bit on me in the flat part, but I had enough of a gap. And so I kept, and I got to the point, because we went so flat for so long that I thought maybe... You missed it. Maybe I've missed it. And so I thought maybe, I was to the point where I was thinking maybe I want to sit up and just think it's over. Right. But luckily I didn't, because then 
about another K or so. You could see that sign. I saw right? the sign, and, and I'd already had. There was no way. So where Mike was, was where was Mike me. when when uh, you saw the sign? Was he behind you? He was behind me. He was about five hundred meters behind me. Oh, something yeah. like that. Like what? Well, something like that. But did he give it a good? Uh, did he give it? Did you? Did he give you a good run? Uh, it was never. No, no. It was definitely clearly mine, pretty much the whole time. But okay. he never gave up. Right. You know, like um, yeah. he never does. He, he made me work the whole time. Really. Um, He's running as we speak. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I was impressed that he didn't give up. Um, I was kind of glad that I beat him on the hill, and I know he's probably done more exercise than me, but um, it's just kind of nice. Well, Although I won't get the jersey there. He's a strong rider. Yeah, and everyone yeah. talked about how he was such a strong rider, so it was kind of nice for me to have to get there on that day. Um, so then we went... Uh, so so now oh. in the camp, signs of tiredness are really starting to show through. We've had an incident with a bit of aggro, but we'll leave that one out. But... Um, well, that was fun. That was fun, but we'll leave <laughs> it out. That was just basically your, your typical seven-day... Uh, Everybody's on the edge, and all you got it just takes a little something. Don't push me, because I am close to the edge. Right. Yeah. And um, so I thought they said that lunch... Shut the door, man. Keep <laughs> on. I thought they said that lunch was going to be at 100Ks, and it made sense, because we'd done the King of the Mountain. We had first snack at like 40, hadn't we? So Yeah, and then we descended quite a bit. Yeah, and so about 100K, I'm thinking, okay, lunch is... Gotta be so. Oh, yeah, and he, he announces to me, he's like, Oh, yeah, mate, probably about five more minutes. And I'm starving. I have zero on board because I didn't want any extra weight up the mountain. Yeah. And so we, we basically, it didn't come to 120. And honestly, mentally, I was losing it big time. Well, especially because we could see, we were, we were on the on the edge of a lake. And yeah, you beautiful. See, you could see the um, road just goes on. It was rollers the whole way. Yeah. And so you knew that lunch was not anywhere in mm. sight. And so Toby, so, Toby was with us, right? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a happy camper either. No. And, and uh, yeah. And over the last, that day and the day before, I also had an incident where they told us it's going to be 30 Ks out for the next break and it was like 50. And again, I'm, I find, I'm a very relaxed person, but I find the uncertainty of that because it's kind of like that's the reward you get. You think, okay, 70 Ks, I can get through this. I'll get to there. Right. And if it goes further, once you go over that, even one your k brain, over your brain shuts off yeah and you start to get really frustrated with the pe- the helpers and the helpers are just they're doing a great job it's nothing to do with them it's just the fact that you are so stressed and so tired that, yeah um the well, more dave redeemed himself with that lunch the other day yeah he did he i mean we're talking delivered oh but um mini donuts so i find that really fascinating it was, it was also a really good experience because you can't do anything about it we pretty much figured out that we we'd stuffed up we had another 20 k's to go and you just have to learn well, I'm going to have to deal with this, and so you just got to keep turning your legs over, and you know. And well, we, and you know what else there. helped? I think is that we, when everybody feels like that, we decided, you know, it's not a race at this point, yeah. And so you kind of agree to stay together because there's nothing worse than feeling that way, and then being dro- and then being dropped. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's what ultimately sent Scott over the edge the other day. Yeah. Just definitely. it's a horrible feeling when you're that yep. when you're that cranky, but yep. that's part of the game. You got to learn how to. Mentally go to your happy place. Mm, definitely. So so we did that, and then we went, and we last night we did an aquathon, which was really cool. We did a 750-meter swim and a 5K run. Mm. Um, I had a sensational... Oh, God knows how I did it. Really? Came, came out of the water. Really? Auto. So uh, I was... Well, uh, and we should mention how choppy the water... The water was... Really choppy. Sun was in her eyes. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really challenging. Time. I don't know what the heck I was doing, but I had to give Toby credit here because my strategy in this whole camp is to sit on Toby's toes. And uh, what's Toby's strategy? Well, I don't know, but it's, it's, working, for my for it's working for me. So, um, so got out of the water. Got even gave me a bit of a whack apparently in the race. So, uh, got out of the water. I was pretty shocked by the fact I was up there, and I was going to take the run quite cruisy, but because I was kind of up the court, I thought I'd give it a bit of a smackdown. Um, but 
two thirds into the run, you took over. Oh. Yeah, well, I came out of the water so far behind. I mean, Brandon's a very fast runner. Um, he has a really good history in five k, ten k running. Ran for UCLA. Yeah. Um, legend. One would I'm, say. I'm legendary. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he zoomed past me with about maybe a k and a half to go, two k's to go. I almost caught Gordo. I was so close. I don't know what it was. I I mentally farted and and didn't didn't have it in me to to get him. Yeah. Well, Gordo Gordo did ran well. And I uh, got first, Newsom second, you third? Or did, no, you were no, second. second. Yeah. And Newsom third. I was just about lost in the run because I was coughing and spluttering so much and Terminator overtook me and I thought, come on, Bev, the guy's 47. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's touch on that for a second, though. Oh, the guy's a legend. Scott Molina can never complain about being old yeah. or slow because the dude... Is not slow. Is not slow. He's amazing. They I, When I was trying to catch you guys, we were running... The, the first part of the course was basically uphill and into the wind. Yeah. So we get to that vineyard area yeah. and then it goes downhill. I turn the corner and I'm like, dude, Molina's gapping me again. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is ridiculous, you know? I couldn't believe it because I caught up to him and I was thinking, okay, well, I'll drop Molina now. And immediately I started coughing so I wasn't feeling too good. But... I couldn't drop him. And he I'm won't like, let you drop him. And then he put a gap on me, and I'm thinking, God's sake, Bev, you know, pull it Yeah, and, no, no mercy from him. But it was nice for me, because I haven't done any fast running in a period of time, and it was quite nice just to have a good bit of a smack out. So that was really cool. Um, it was nice to have the intensity, eh? Yeah, I, I <coughs> you know, I, I think in, in my training, I keep one day a week, usually, that has, has a track day intensity. I... It shakes it up mentally, and yeah. I don't like to lose my top end. Yeah, you know, even if it may not necessarily be the best thing I'm doing for myself, but I, I like it. I need it. Yeah, no, it was definitely you very well. So that was really cool. Then this morning, was Ben and I had a really great morning. We basically um, oh, we, we did, did we did the Ironman swim. Yeah, we did yeah. the Ironman swim for the weekend, and I don't know about you, but my strategy going into it was to treat it like an Ironman, so I didn't want to uh, swim more intense. Right, you want to keep the feeling. Yeah, yeah, so, so you know, that, like, I'm getting out to ride a bike. Yeah, basically, I really wanted to treat it like an Ironman swim. And we got in the water, started off I, again, I found Toby's feet, and I fought pretty hard with, I think it was Clive, to maintain those feet. <laughs> um, and the first K and a half seemed reasonable pace. Um, to be honest, the whole swim I felt really comfortable. Towards the end, it kicked in a little bit, but it was never to the point where I was going above a heart rate that felt unnecessary. Right. And uh, we got out of the water. We Apparently, we swam. There was a bit of a stuff up with the boil, and apparently we swam... About 100, 200 too long. Well, yeah. When I got out of the water, I looked and I was like, oh, okay. Because you can't, we couldn't see the buoys or anything. Yeah, so, so, we, so we apparently we swam long, 56, but, but they reckon it's you know, an extra 100 or so. So we could probably say that we at least did 55. So, But as Gordo says, no one ever says the course was short. He says, <laughs> well, I probably swam a 58. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's but, not true. We're, we're claiming We are very happy, though, because yeah. it has taken... A lot of work for me to get my swim time yep. down to there, and I, I feel like this is that was kind of a very rewarding morning. Yeah, yeah, for me know. it was really cool because I uh, coming. I just don't, I didn't know if I could that time was achievable, and now right. it's now realistic. It's all yeah, yeah. Well, and I was I had dro- I had dropped you guys quite a bit on the swim. Yeah. And, and the only reason I did that was because I met there was somebody behind us that came up. Yeah. And I, I I was able to catch. Yeah, you know, I was I, well. I saw him like I got to get on their feet, so I moved over and I got on their feet and. I remember he just started dragging me up the course, and yeah. then we made the loop around. And again, technical error, you know, he, he wasn't doing a very good job of sighting, and so I decided to try and sight on my own, and I lost his feet. Yeah. And I could see him pull, once I lost the feet, I'm like, oh man, now I'm stuffed. I'm stuck. Yeah, and, and now I'm gonna, you up. And then you guys caught back up, but it's just another Listen. lesson to know get, do Stay. not let yeah. those feet go, because that would have been. I, it would have been a faster you know swim, what, I, and it also would have been less effort. I think the thing for me is that I've learned from this camp about swimming is that 
Um, for me, I can swim at an intensity that's very comfortable by staying on someone who's a lot better than me. And it's not, you know, like Toby, maybe Toby's not a huge amount better than me, but he's a better swimmer than me. And, and he then sits on someone who's better than him. And um, I think one thing I will do going into Ironman is I will research the swimmers, right. look for people who do around a 53, and really try to sit on their toes. And, right. you know, and I don't think I'll be doing an intensity that's too hard. Now, if, if I can come in at like a 55, 54, Fire out 53, who knows? Right. If I can do it in a way that's comfortable, well, that's, that sets my date for a much well, different I think, race. I think Taupo's got a lot of options for us because that race, it's such a straight shot down yeah. that, you know, if one set of feet may not be working because they're going too slow, yep. you're going to be able to keep your eyes open to see if anybody else, you know, mm. about, after about 400 or 500 into it are going to come by, mm. hop on that train instead. Mm. So so, so uh, it's, 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 it's one of those days where you've just made a breakthrough and it's been really exciting for both you and I. Yeah. And I think Toby was the same as well because he was saying... He's doing great. Yeah, he's doing really good. He's not going to let Molina take third place no, in this yeah. camp. He's doing great. So, um, so it's cool. And then today was a bit of an optional day. So you yeah. had the option of doing a 60K bike ride and you had to get a 50-minute run, and now I did 60k of Molina. We had a great ride. We just basically talked. Isn't it beautiful out there? Oh, really? So we're in, we're yeah. in a place called Wanaka at the moment, which is in kind of central South Island, central lower South Island, New Zealand. It's a little tourist town, and but it's a really nice tourist town. And the weather is the weather gods have finally opened up on us, and uh, we managed to get a tan yesterday and today. It's actually hot. Yeah, and it's <laughs> this beautiful place. And so, uh, Molina and I took off with an easy 60, and then I went for about an hour 10 run with Jumbo. But you did your 60 and then you did a crazy run, didn't you? No, I did my run crazy run first. Yeah. I think you remember I was running faster than you yeah. guys were riding that bike. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow Don't get too excited. No. But I had a, I did a two and a half hour run. I had to drop. This is a... I had to get. I had to give Mike Montgomery a little more run for his money here without completely smashing my season. Yep. He went out. Apparently, he went out to Queenstown and back. But we don't. We don't know the actual ride because he just got in a little while ago and had to go immediately go to his run. Yeah. But uh, I threw down a five point run, two and a yeah. half hours. Felt really good, and then went and did my sixty k on the bike, which. Things are starting to hurt a little bit. Yeah. You know? So I think as far as this whole yellow jersey thing goes, I think that uh, yep. I'm not throwing the towel in. I'm going to stick with my plan of what I'm going to do and see what happens, but I'm definitely not going to go do crazy mileage just to get a shirt. Yep. You know? To be honest, I think Mike kind of deserves it. You know, not saying that you don't, but I think um, well, he's he just wants he, it more. Right. And, and then he's wanting to sacrifice more for it and, yeah. and you feel that you're at a level where you know what going to that next level may sacrifice something that's important to you and Completely. so so you know there's my keeper camp is really cool and this jersey is a cool thing yeah. and, and good on for mike for being because he has well the whole yellow things. jersey thing has made me be better be better yeah. yeah and but at the same time you know i just don't want to go to the extreme which it's going to take to get it especially because you've got the topo. well yeah and, but i mean you've got a, mike and i have similar personalities as far if we if we were both going to compete if you were healthy yeah. and like we had no season story about yeah. you know be mad if gordo was was not yeah. uh, you know but you basically if you wanted to if you really wanted to win and we're all like that you'd be training 7 to 7 every day every day yep every day until yeah. somebody cracks yeah yeah and i would be last man standing right which is which, which would be pretty amazing. I would like to have that experience, but for me, yeah. Uh, right now, it's it's about our Iron Man. But I don't want to take anything away from Mike. He's definitely done the yards. He's done a great job in this case. Well, that's so. the thing. He he goes out there and he rides, but it's not like he's just tacking on yeah, garbage works, miles. Man. Even on days when he doesn't have any reason to ride hard, yeah. he he manages to find it in him. Yeah, no, he's, he's an amazing rider. He's definitely mentally strong, isn't he? So um, so yeah, so that and then uh, so tomorrow we've got what do we got? We got. Well, we've got options again, either 85k ride, I think, yeah, or, or 210. 210. And I can tell you, I can tell you right now, I'm not doing the 210. So I'm gonna do 210. I'm not. It's interesting. <laughs> I'm fun. It's interesting. One thing that's really fascinating um, 
is I'm struggling to sleep. I'm really, and, and uh, normally in life, I'm a really good sleeper. I go to bed and I'm out in 10. And, uh, and this camp, and Gordo was talking to me about how it's just the, the stress factor of yeah. this. And your, body, like, your body is definitely stressed out. Yeah, my body's stressed out. And like last night, um, and the thing is, you go to, last night I didn't get to sleep till 1 o'clock in the morning. So you are so tired right. and, and so physically drained anyway because you've just done, what, nine hours exercise or something stupid like that. And uh, all I wanted to do was go to sleep. And you're lying there and you just want to go to sleep, and, but you, can't let, you just can't let go. But you also have in the back of your head what you got to do tomorrow. Yeah. So it's, you know, and once you get past, you know, 10.30, yeah. good luck. <laughs> And you try, literally, and then, you know, they've got four hours sleep, and then you get up and, you know, you've got to race. And, uh, but on the other side of that is that you get through it, you know? Yeah, well, and I think that's the whole idea with the group environment, because I know that as soon as uh, the camp is over and we're all, and, and the group Back environment life, goes yep. away, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned of, you know, I have to be very cautious that week, because when the group environment goes away, I think things might start to surface. Yeah. With the training, and you don't have that group environment to, mm. to lift you up, and, and uh, you know, a, even a rest week could, could be a little difficult. So, yeah. Uh, you know, but I'm prepared for that. I did this last year. Yeah, it's interesting times. And you just got to trust your coaches and your plan, I suppose, eh? It's the real key to that. Yeah. So, um, so that's pretty much what we've been up to over the last three days. Um, we're having a good time, though, with Mike, because he is so fun to get, to get on. I mean, I'll come in and I'm like... You're a bit cheeky, but... I'm so... Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I ran three hours and <laughs> rode 150. I mean, he doesn't know what I did today, so I can't wait to go tell him, because everybody's amused with it. And, uh, but he, he's going to get, he's going to get the yellow jersey for sure. Yeah. I would, I would think. And, and I uh, think he deserves it. I, I do, too. Yeah, he Honestly, I'll tell you, I will say this right now, that if by some chance I get it, I'm going to give it to him. Oh, nice. Because he... Yeah, just, he, that boy's work. Yeah, and... and I, I do like the fact, like, I think he ended up doing 64 hours last week. It's a lot of work, That's man. an amazing amount of exercise. Like, I did 55, 56. And we're not talking cheap hours. No, no. These are very expensive That's the thing hours. about this, because I kind of thought that this camp would be a little bit less intense. Um, no, you got the egos, you got the competition. You know, like, every day you go out and you do intense training. You know, today... Today is probably the only day I haven't done or the swim this morning, but that wasn't that intense. I haven't, today's probably the only day I haven't done intense training. Every other day I've done something that's been, whoa. Yeah, I mean, I mean and that's, there's a little bit of choice in that. Yeah. You don't have I mean, to be as intense. You know, there are, there are several levels of riders here. Hmm. But, um, but, yeah. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how you and I do at Taupo. Yeah. Because I think this camp is, plays a huge role in hmm. the build-up for that. Hmm. You know, we just have to juggle... The, 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 the next, area, the next yeah. area. Well, we'll, we'll probably tell you, Gordo, on before we go and actually talk about the, the things that um, people need to think about when they do big week training or big weekend training this close to a race to make the benefit work. Yeah. You know, because, you know, all good and fair if we can be legends on this, but if we end up doing a 10 hour Ironman, well, you know. Not it's, so legendary. That's not, <laughs> it's not, not, not our goal. And uh, I think the key thing I'm taking away from this is that I can do a 9 hour Ironman. I know after this. Yeah, and I that's part of it. Uh, you have to. I think you got to know it in your head, yeah. you know. And a lot of people say don't get attached to time goals. Yeah. But you got, you know, they. How do you break the next level? Well, and some people will say, well, don't get attached to a uh, where you're going to place. Like, well, what do you get attached to? You yeah. got. You have to try. It is a dangerous way of doing a goal, but and and I suppose you want to make the right decisions in the race, and that's really important as well. But yeah, definitely, you know, I want to do it in a nine hour I man. I think to kind of clock and send eight on that dial. Oh, I want to see eight on the dial yeah, too. That'd be an exciting thing. So. So that's pretty much our daily report for today. We will get one in for the next couple of days and uh, party mm, home. Yeah. We're going to go eat. You hungry? I am. I'm actually sick of Coke. I drink 
five liters of Coke probably yeah. in the last two days, and I don't even... I'm actually... I'm so uh, fried, and I don't drink caffeine, and yeah. I drink a lot of Coke, yeah. I'm actually almost ready to move on to coffee. Yeah, I'm sick of it, like... <laughs> I really am. I, 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 I don't drink coke in life because it's bad for your teeth, but I do have it sometimes with training. And on this, you're just looking for anything with energy, but I'm just so over it. You just like we got home from the run, and it's like, give me some water. Well, last you know? last uh, last night, what did I do? I went and I got I went to the I went to the BP gas station and bought an ice cream bar, and yeah. then somehow three candy bars ended up in my pocket. <laughs> so so, but we are pictures of health. So yes. anyway, guys, so we'll uh, we'll catch up. Tomorrow with our next daily report. I might be in yellow tonight. We'll see. <laughs> Steering for one day. For one day. If I'm in yellow, I guarantee we got rain tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Cheers. Fine. Right, guys. So next to me right now, I have Mark <laughs> Pierre Trefessa. Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah. From where? San Mateo. San Mateo, California. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, pretty good, aren't I? Hey, so um, we're, we're actually on the last day of Epic Camp now. Pretty much everything is up and done. A few of the boys are going to be doing uh, Challenge Wanaka Race, or parts of it at least tomorrow. Uh, what are you doing? I am doing the swim bike. Yep. And uh, so so Mark's pretty much one of the last people I haven't had a chance to actually talk to on the camp. So now you're at the end, mate. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Not tired or... Uh, you know, when you do a little bit of stuff, you start to feel the fatigue, but yep. not not too bad. A lot better than last year. So this is your second camp? Second camp in New Zealand. So now you're at the end of it, what are the main differences you've noticed? Uh, well, this year was a little bit less uh, intensity, mm. less KOMs and 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 uh, pros, so it was a little bit more steady. So I, I, I tended to, I think, uh, react better with that. Yep. And, um, so was that, was that good in a way because... You felt it was more achievable, whereas with the top, like the classes and the Bjorns in it, there, you know, they take off. You know, you can't stay with them. Whereas maybe with Brandon and I and Mike, you know, we're uh, good level, but it's also within your bounds. Was that kind of good for you, motivation-wise? Yeah, yeah, it kind of kept you going. And then, you know, when you had, you know, times you didn't feel good, you had someone to ride with, and yeah. you weren't blowing yourself out trying to stay with them, so you didn't yeah. get dropped. So yeah, definitely. You came through as one of the, you know, actually one of the stronger riders. Riders. It was one day where I, I think we talked about this previously how you pulled your asses along. I just hammer it. You like to actually take it from the front and give it a heap. What was that just about? Like in the challenge or? Yeah, I, I wanted to see. Where, you know, that uh, two days ago, I think day ten was it. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to see how the body would hold up pushing it. You know, I was pushing three hundred watts, is, and, and and the heart. You know, the SRM is new to me, so I was yeah. kind of seeing what that would feel like after 10 days and kind of a hard day in the saddle, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, that was a hard day. We, we rode really hard all yeah. day that day, didn't we? And we had some intensity in yeah. the middle there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just wanted to just kind of push it since we're coming close to the end of the camp and yeah. see how things would, you know, feel and how I'd react to it. So do you feel you've achieved more through this camp than what you had last year? Yeah, I definitely have. I am stronger this year. And, um, it, yeah, I definitely had done, done, um, you know, a bit more in terms of, I think, uh, uh, the cycling mileage, and I definitely did more running. Yep. I didn't run as much because I had some uh, injuries last year. And I swam every day and swam well, so I, yeah, I definitely achieved more and kind of came into the, the camp hoping that I would, uh, you know, uh, get a little bit more in than last year yep. and, and have the body hold up, which it did. Didn't get, you know, broken down, don't feel injured, don't feel overworked, you know, nice. too much, so, yeah. So, last year you did it, so, um, being an experienced epic camper, last year you did it, after the camp, let's say, leading into the races afterwards, what were the benefits you felt? Well, it took, I, it took me a while, I think, before I really noticed the benefits, I, you know, I did a kind of a mini camp at the end of February, and 
you know, last year and didn't feel all that great, you know, cycling yet. Then didn't really see much in terms of results till probably the end of this summer. Um, well, I had actually uh, crashed and broke my elbow and shoulder in June, so I didn't really get to race probably in a good part of the, the, the time that, you know, I would have seen some results. So I didn't see anything really until September, October. Really? In, in my racing, and but definitely noticed the big um, increase in, 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 in the cycling which then carried over to running. So even that, that like eight, nine months further on, you still felt the benefit of the Epic Camp? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And plus, you know, just mostly the, the level of confidence that, you know, I got from the camp, knowing what I could do and what I did and that... So so the big mind opener. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, you know, totally different perspective. But is that all? Because one thing I'm learning is that, one thing I've learned through this camp is that... Um, I knew I could do this. I knew that was never going to be the issue. And I, and I kind of thought there would be a less intense. I thought there would be just very much plodding along for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, we have been riding pretty aggressively throughout the camp, I found, for myself at least. And I've been surprised at how daily you can do that, mm-hmm. you know, back to back, day mm-hmm. after day. And if anything, I've got to learn um, while that's can be a benefit in a race, I've still got to go back to that whole, in the ride at least, controlling that. Mm-hmm. You know, you get what I mean? Like, how do you find handling that? The intensity, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, the racing, you know, definitely that's where, where I felt the intensity, yeah. And then the first few days, I really just made sure I was kind of yeah. in check, yeah. Even in the time trial on day one, I mean, I, I didn't have much of a choice because I, I cracked and I, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep it going, but you know, that I didn't really do any intensity that I felt was overboard for the first three, three days or so, yeah. And so I gave myself a little bit of chance to work into it and get, you know, get rolling. And then, you know, the second week I, I found last year was a lot easier anyway. Really? For me. So the I, second week was? Yeah. Just, Why? Well, I think, you know, the body kind of adjusts to it. And, yeah. you know, you start getting in the rhythm of everyday swimming and biking yeah. And, yeah. and running. So I, I wasn't as concerned. I just wanted to get through the first week because I knew, you know, I think... Uh, you know, I felt the second week would, would, you know, come around no matter what happened. So I ended up, um, you know, just being real conservative first few days, which I, which is was easier this year because we didn't have the Colossus and the yep. Bjorns yep. and the Jonas and, and those guys were yeah. just drilling it on day one and two and three. And, really? And we were all out there just, you know, getting yeah. sucked into it. So yeah. it, you know, it was easier this year that, you know, aside from the time trial, there was just getting out there and ride. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. So one thing the boys have been giving you a bit of shit about is that you've actually put on weight over your camp. Now, no, I'm not giving you shit about this now, but I'm just interested in why you feel that happens and, um, yeah, just your thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I guess you... It's not just for the yeah. record listeners. It's, it's not like it's a huge amount of weight yeah. you put on. It's a few kilos, yeah. right? A couple yeah. kilos. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I was always, you know, in the mindset that it's better just to, you know, make sure I've got enough, enough nutrition in me yeah. because, you know, why go out and you know try to try to uh ride six hours on air and then be you know a mess for the next two three days because your body's shutting down or whatever so Mm. you know i'll go home and kind of cut back and 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 make sure that i've got the diet back under control Mm. and and hopefully Mm. it'll come back off oh sure it's just it's just interesting because i found first few days eating was really easy i ate every half an hour on the bike but as the camp got on i found eating harder on the bike Oh, maybe just because of stress and tiredness and just forgetting, but yeah, it was interesting. I don't know. I have eaten a lot of the bike. <laughs> um, okay, what else? Um, so you'll come back and do it again? Yeah, I'll come back and do it again. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And you highly recommend it? I highly recommend it. Really? It's a great camp, great 
meet you know great uh, people, uh, get new ideas. Yeah. Uh, Gordo and and Scott are always great mm. resources, and the the you know the support crews really got it wired. Yeah, they're you awesome. Know, there. They're awesome, and so you know that's a big part of this whole camp. I mean, if you know if we didn't have the the support that we had, um, it'd make it a lot tougher to recover, a lot tougher to you know get through these days and and um you know it's it's you know it's the, the crew is really really uh do you, do you find out how once you go back to normal life you know you, you come into this environment we've got support crews who are absolutely fantastic food's done you get massage you get you train and then it's your time do you find getting back into normal life a bit of a struggle in regards to training yeah um well i'll, I'll plan on taking a little bit of time off anyway yeah um and uh Go back to the normal routine, probably of of uh, my my training. But yeah, it's it's definitely uh, you know it's hard it's hard to do this kind of stuff in 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 the real world. It's yeah. Just, I you know I've got um, you know I've got a daughter and you know I've got I've got a job and yeah. you can't coordinate. It's just it's impossible to do this kind of. It's worth trying stuff. to fit it in, maybe, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a bit of a shock. So lastly, um, if there was one key thing you would take away from the camp, what do you think it would be from this camp in particular? One key thing. Uh, it's... Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I put him on the spot. He's going, what, key <laughs> what key thing? What key thing? What key thing? What key thing would I take away from this camp? Uh, it's... Uh, Is it like the I, belief? Yeah, that, you know, again, I... I yeah. It, it, that's that's yeah to, that you know this this year I pushed myself even further than last year and yeah. I feel even better than you know at the end of the camp than yeah. I did last year so just knowing that I can push myself even a little further next go around yeah um, and and push myself in my training and racing during the course of the year and be able to bounce back from it uh, so you learn to a new level yeah. one thing that's been really interesting about you is that uh, well you see your strategy was to take it easy in the first three days but definitely in the last week in particular you definitely came on as one of the strongest people in the camp you know like uh, when we would be attacking you would be always one of the ones up there going you, you would often be the person starting the attack so it's been you know big respect for that mate so mm-hmm. we've putting us boys along mm-hmm. we've been loving it oh Marky Mark goes out the front it's like oh <laughs> shit here we go so so anyway mate well thanks for your time and uh, good luck and right. trip back home and uh, we'll catch right. up with you in the future okay hey, thank cool. you thanks mate alright okay so it's quite a special time here because uh, Lake Wanaka uh, what is it Challenge Wanaka Challenge Wanaka Pro 4 or Challenge Wanaka <laughs> oh back it up back uh, it up, back <laughs> it up. <laughs> Challenge Wanaka we're, uh, they've got a few of the stars of Ironman around the world and we were lucky enough that Brandon kind of knew one of those stars and she's in my well, room right now she, she's she's the cuckoo bird that dragged me into this Ironman stuff so do you want to do the intro mate because she's your yes. friend okay she's the legendary USC swimmer who's done six Ironmans last year top five yeah, we talked about all of them I mean that is just the most stellar of stellar it's Miss Hillary Biscay folks and she's so hot right now hi yeah she's wearing her little pink uh, her pink uh <laughs> Uh, Trish, uh, what is it? Tricks. Tricks, tricks, skirt. It's quite cute. So anyway, let's get a bit serious here. <laughs> so, so we, we, we noticed you compete so much in Ironman. Um, how do you find that? Uh, I find it quite enjoyable, actually. Um, I would race Ironman every weekend if I could. Well, you just about do. Um, yeah. So yeah. how do you find the recovery? Because five times in a year. Six. six. Six times in a year. And you did pretty well in all of them, didn't you? I did all right. Um, recovery, I don't know. There isn't a whole lot of rest before or after, and I think that's how we just we get through them. 
Right. You just roll into them, and then you keep rolling once you're out of them, right? Right, because I, I don't come out of the, the month of Iron Man being right. out of shape, like yep. most people do when they've had a big taper and then a big rest afterwards. Well, I remember after Coeur d'Alene, we were in Coeur d'Alene, and at the day after the race, I'm, I'm walking down at the beach, and... Hillary's swimming like 4K in the lake or some, something crazy, and then she's like, okay, babe, I'm going to go on my bike. <laughs> like, I can barely walk. <laughs> so, so, so when do you have recovery then? Um, well, we, I mean, we don't really, I mean, they're... Who's we? Is your coach? Uh, my squad, I guess, yes, yep. um, our training group. Certainly I'll have like three or four days easier after the race, and wow. two or three days easier before the race. Um... I mean, yeah, I have recovery days once a week, once every couple of weeks, in which I would just like swim 6K or something. That would be a, an easy day. Well, that's but, pre- swimming 6K is pretty easy for you, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't ever yeah. have days off. I think my body freaks out when I when I take time off. So it's in fact like better for me when I'm just, <laughs> the time just to train through everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so do you plan to do six Ironman a year for a long period of time, or as long as I can? I mean, wow. I don't know. No one else. I don't think anyone's ever really tested that out besides uh no, yeah so um so yeah i mean i enjoy doing it this way and i plan to keep doing it this way until my body is, is it partly it. because of the money mm, yeah i mean there's not you know we, yeah. we discussed on the show how with iron man uh there's a lack of real chance to make income from this, yeah. this sport and uh it's hard to race more than three times a year for most people so Part of it is, is for me, yeah, I see it as earning sort of the, the monthly wage in the season. Um, and, and last year, I definitely, I didn't have a lot of sponsorship dollars coming in, and I needed that monthly paycheck. Yep. But I, I think that it's, it's really, it's, it's too mentally and physically difficult a thing to do it, to be out there on the, on the starting line thinking about the money, like, and doing it for the money. So there has to be something more, and, and I do really just enjoy putting my body through that as yep. frequently as possible so yep. the money is is still at the end of the day a bonus so so your background swimming yeah and so what got you into ironman um i had a, a friend who was an ultra marathoner and an ironman and she, i would hear all of her crazy stories she was just an amateur but um i would just hear all of her crazy stories of these insane events and that's exactly what they sounded like to me at the time but at at the same time I was totally intrigued and just um really wanted to wanted to do it and so straight away my first year that I was racing I did an Ironman very ill-prepared but did one because I just I just couldn't I wasn't patient enough to wait (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, good experience yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, it took me 12 and a half hours, and the bike ride took me seven hours, I yeah. think. But um, but I was hooked, yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been doing it for now? Um, five years. My first one was in 2001. You've been doing this for five years? Wow. Yeah. So, so as an athlete, where do you think you've grown over that time, mainly on the cycle or, or running? or? Um, I mean, ev- everything. I mean, there, there's a lot of room to grow when you start at Ironman Florida in 12 and a half hours. So, yeah. Um, and what did you do this last year there? You were 940. 940. Yeah. Wow. It's a great... Um, yeah, it's... Awesome. Third, third place, right? Yes. Yeah. Very close to second. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I, th- I think I've, I've kind of worked on, on everything, even the swim. Um, there's always... Has your swim time gotten better yeah. since you started? Oh, yeah. So what yeah. do you swim? Um, well, I mean, 
time, I think time is such a variable thing. I think that on a regulation distance course, I swim about a 50. Yeah. I've swum under 50 a couple times. We've just times. been talking about how great we thought we were going to I know. 50. Well, that's just <laughs> a <little window. laughs> I, um, Yeah, I, mean, I think it's so rare that you actually find a proper distance course these days. So Yeah. You just swim the course here in Wanaka? Yeah. And what do you think of that? I don't know, cause, because I st- I didn't really like time myself. Yeah, why, weren't, why weren't you there this morning for the, for the swim? <laughs> because I thought this was like a proper Ironman warm-up swim thing where you have three hours to go swim around, start, and it started oh. at 8.30. Oh, <laughs> so right. I rock up to the finish at 8.30, and y'all were diving in down there. <laughs> uh, y'all. y'all. Where are you from? Uh, L.A., but oh. somehow I've picked up these Because I've been in Albany, and they say y'all all the time. They do? Yeah, <laughs> y'all. Should. Hey, y'all. Al- Did you say Albany? Um, Albany. Hey, so so this race this weekend you're doing Challenge Wanaka? Yes. And what's your plan for the rest of the year? Um I think I'll be at Ironman New Zealand uh, oh, cool. in six weeks or whatever. We'll catch up again. <laughs> Fantastic. And then Ironman no, then the California seventy point three. Yep, the route or the old Ralphs is right. It? And then Ironman Arizona. And then Ironman Brazil. So we got four right there, folks. And that's that's, <laughs> that's by March, so the end of March we'll or have, May. We'll have three done by mid-April, and wow. then the end of May before. Are you doing Wildflower? I don't think so because I don't think I'll be in the states. If I'm in oh. the states, I might. That's too bad. Um, and then Ironman Louisville, Hawaii. That would be six. But while I'm in Europe, if I get the urge to do one, I'll jump into Austria. So you're going to do Hawaii this year, then. I am doing Hawaii this year. Yeah. I have permission from right. the powers that be. And so you've done Hawaii before? As an age grouper, twice. Yep. So it's the first time as a pro? Yes. Wow. Yes. How, how did you do the first the first two goes um, there? My first go, I was second in my age group when I was 24. What, kind, set, of, what kind of time did that? That, that was 11.04. Mm-hmm. And the next year, I think I was like three minutes faster, and I was like ninth in my age group or something. Right. Um, so when you turned from pro, from an age group to pro, yes. was there much of a difference in the the way you treated the sport? Um, I wouldn't say there was a huge difference between my last age group season and my first pro season, yeah. like 04 and 05. Um, the big difference came at the end of 05 when I got a coach for the first time in my career. And um, th- it was then that I think I really started treating this like a profession. Before, I, I don't think... I didn't. I really didn't know what it what it meant to treat this like a job. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I knew. I realized that I needed to learn. And so, I hired my coach and joined my training squad, and then got some real. Perspective. So, so as a pro, on the um, what are the, what are the challenges as a pro? You know, like not just as a race, you know, person, but as in the life of a pro, what are the challenges? Um. Well, I th- I think, I think at the end of the day, um, it's it's not the glamorous cushy lifestyle that i think that our, our sport is promoted as this like lifestyle sport and it's yeah. about going for a little cruisy bike ride and having coffee and all this crap and like that's not what it is yeah. um if i'm doing things right it's um i think from the outside it'll probably be a very like, boring lifestyle um it's, it requires a lot of sacrifice and pretty much my my daily life is Train. train, eat, sleep. That's it. And there really isn't energy or time for anything else. Um, and yeah, if, if I'm doing things right, when I get home from training, it's like all I can do to drag my ass off the couch and make a salad, you know? Um, so I think most like quote unquote normal people would think it's, it's, it's a boring lifestyle, but for me, I absolutely love 
I mean, the, the, the training sessions themselves are, are like what I live for. I love putting my body to the test, like on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's, I think a lot different than even what I imagined before I took it on full time. Well, and so how old are you now? 28. 28. So you're still probably what, what, six, seven years old? Oh gosh. Well, I think the best women at, at Ironman distance right now are yeah. about nine years older than me. Wow. So I'm hoping that I can do this full time for until <laughs> 40 or whatever. So, so what are the cool things about being a pro then? And, you know, like obviously. Well, I mean, I, I really just pinch myself every day that, that this, that I get to have this, this lifestyle. I mean, I have get to train in these beautiful locations like where we are right now and yeah. race in beautiful locations. And, um, so I've seen so much of the world. I mean, last year, God, I don't even know how many continents I was on probably like four or five. And so I, it's, it's an awesome opportunity to travel and be around people all the time that, that share the same Passion. passions yeah. and same like ideas for, yeah, like, same preferred lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, your plans for the weekend for the big race? Smash it. <laughs> Smash myself. Leave it all on the road. That's all. Tough course, the plan. isn't it? Have you it's, looked over it? Oh, have I looked over it? Yeah. Belinda and I have done this run course like 50 million times, and we've done the bike a few times. When did and, you arrive? Um, January 3rd. Oh, you've been here for a while? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, we've been here doing some pretty massive training, and. Um, yeah, the, the the run course is no joke. I mean, it's definitely the hardest run course I've ever seen. Um, yeah, and not very good too, for say. No, it's I like mean, wildflower, yeah. but with a with a marathon instead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of single track technical tricks. On the, I ran this. I ran the single the run today. Yeah, you got it. They're gonna have two ways going on that thing. No, 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 no. Okay, so it is because so. I turned yep. around at some point. Yeah, I, mean, no, no. I wasn't sure what. If, how they're going to do that? No, no, it's a one-way loop. It won't be too crowded, babe. Right. All yeah. eighty of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough run, and the bike. If it's windy, the bike will be very, very tough. I've been out there on training on. It's very undulating too, isn't it? Yeah, it's undulating, but I, I don't think the hills in themselves will be a killer um, unless they fall at the end of a very windy ride. Because well, there's a today, long, yeah. kind of, I was coming back on the last section of the bike course and it was extremely windy. Really? Yeah. It was headwinds the whole way. And, and yeah, I mean, I can imagine that, you know, by the tough. end you're going to be a little tired and not want to deal with those hills and wind, but mm. good it, challenge. It could yeah. be really hard. Yeah. But yeah. that's what we came for, right? That's why we are. You do well in the hard stuff. <laughs> the harder it is, the better you do. It doesn't worry me. Just as long as you're mentally ready for it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you prepare yourself mentally then? What do you? What's your game you plan? Expect the worst. I think like you just expect the most extreme conditions. I've raced on a lot of extreme conditions this past year, so I know that I know I can handle whatever is thrown at me. And, yeah. and furthermore, you just have to focus on the fact when you're out there that everyone's in the same condition. So there's no point getting yeah. upset yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just go out there and and do my own race. I I know how how to pace it and. I know what I need to do, and whatever everyone else does is that's happening around me. But that's all out of my control. So I just, I just execute my game plan and yep. whatever. Hey, um, what gets me. do you want to plug your sponsors? Because obviously in this game, it's uh, it's hard work getting your getting your work done, and uh, getting, you know. So if you've got sponsors, you want to give me plugs? Um, yes, I would love to um, 
She's thinking, I've got a thousand on the hell of the Well, no, I'm very excited, very, very excited to, to uh, use my new race wheels this weekend from Blackwell Research. Cool. Um, Go Blackwell. They're awesome. And also Brandon and I and John, we could do some Blackwell. <laughs> Sending out the message. Send us wheels. And you get the wheels from, they've got a dot .com? Blackwellresearch.com. Okay, yeah, cool. it's, it's, um, it's all John Cobb engineered product. It's awesome. Cool. And um, my awesome new running secret weapon which is the newton running running shoes i have brand new um like sample shoes they won't even be in stores till march but they are this amazing new running technology wow so you're privileged don't you newton yes and is it helium in them helium (laughs) 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 balloons around your ears (laughs) it's newtonrunning.com and uh yeah they're some amazing shoes um also splits 59 clothing which i probably won't have on this weekend but watch for that later in the year yeah. is that because of the wind um, it's not finished yet but when it, when it is finished it's yeah. going to be very cool because and is it mainly female clothing it's all clo- it's all female yeah. for triathletes yes well yes. Let's go, listeners will she's got one on right now it's going to be hot and <laughs> that is it you for now what's your, what's your website you guys yeah. you have a good website hillarybiscay.com okay. hillarybiscay.com so if anyone wants to go and maybe even think about sponsorship for Hillary um, obviously she's a really awesome up and coming Iron Woman who's got a big career in front of her and kicking butt which we like to see and uh, so if you want to go to her website it's hillarybiscay.com and also support her sponsors because it's a tough game out there and it's hard work and it's kind of nice for people to help us athletes out um, anything else you want to add? that's it thank you that's it anything you want to add? We're going to get our butts kicked in the swim by Hillary. I know. <laughs> you guys go two hours after I do this. So don't I worry. know, I know. See, so we're really going to get our butts kicked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thanks for coming in. We, she basically came around to visit Brandon. We said, come in, we've got the mic on. And so you've been a real trooper, and thanks so much. And I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for your time. <laughs> So this is the final in the Alliance update of Epic Camp 2007 in New Zealand, and uh, we've got Campo next to me, or Dowd Campo. Yeah, dude, we didn't even do a sound check. What's the sound check? You know, check, check, check. Oh no, I'm just I'm <laughs> professional, mate. I do love it. <laughs> so, uh, so it's been a couple of days because I did miss a couple, so Gordo, yes, you do win. But you know what? Once I figured I was out of the points, I didn't care. Gordo so. doesn't win anything. No, because he challenged me to get I a know, but Gordo still doesn't win nothing. Yeah, I beat Gordo on the Epic Camp anyway, so... <laughs> But anyway, so we had a couple of exciting days. Uh, day, what must have been, day 10? Let's just talk about the day. Day 10. The, day, day 10. the, the Alliance dominated. W- seriously, the Rebel Alliance was So uh, what happened was we rode strong. over a place called uh, Wanaka and we rode to a place called Alexander and we rode over a hill called Crown Ranges and at the bottom we all regrouped, had a bit of a feed. Pretty oh, tough hill. Well, we should talk. See, <laughs> when we went up Crown Range, everyone went up at... Myself, uh, I got up halfway the hill. Melina's taking a well. Okay, I go up. I pass Melina, and and then I stop on the hill because my knees hurting. And then I see Melina, you know, doing his thing, coming along, and he's like, "Oh, BDC is going to be in the van today." (laughs) And and, uh, somehow I managed to get myself up and rolled down at my granny pace. And so so we had a feed, and then uh, it was pretty much about forty-two k until the next break. And uh, pretty much from the start, I think Clive was the Clive was the first one who attacked. And then I no. thought, bugger this, I'm going to jump on too. And then uh, from the start, it was pretty aggressive. And then from there on in, it was basically cycle racing for the next hour, wasn't yeah. it? And intense cycle racing. So what happened was, mm. I, so I decided to have an attack, and I attacked, and you and Mark 
got on with me. Right, and that's when we, yeah, we and brought we, Mark in for the Alliance. Mark was, Mark yeah. was a legend. And uh, we basically rotated 30 seconds. It was pretty hilly. It was very rolling, but kind of steep rolls. And uh, we managed to maintain a gap with Gordo, Mike, and Scott chasing right. us down. And we were maintaining the It was the hills, gap. though, that were causing the problems because... N- yeah, not so much. I think they just motor-paced. Yeah. Yeah, they probably motor-paced. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Gordo, I think, was chasing our ass off and Mike helped him out a little bit. And then, so they caught us up again, which is breaking our heart. And so I was just trying to attack, trying to break them up. And I, well, wait, I should say something because you, I almost cut you out of the alliance because oh, no. I was getting really close. I mean, I went off the front and I was, because I, I was having my own little personal vendetta with Gordo yeah. today yeah. or that day. And I start hitting it hard and then I thought, oh, okay, we're still, everybody's still here. So I move over and Gordo's like, I'm not going to come in front of you, buddy. And so I thought, well, where's Bevan? You're supposed to come and save me, right? Yeah. Bevan's not coming anywhere. So I slow down and the next thing you know, Bevan takes off. Yeah. So I just keep attacking and I attack three times and Gordo nice. goes to me. Well, my, my well, goal was to get everyone tired. So well, what, it was working. What, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so I kept attacking and then I just sit up and Gordo goes to me, that's three times you see that now. <laughs> so he wasn't happy. No. And then eventually I thought to myself, they're not going to let me get away by myself. I definitely need someone to get away. And then about 40 minutes into the ride, the campo took yeah. off. And uh, they, they let me get away. People, I had to show these people how to ride. Yeah, and you rode well. And you rode away. So then I thought, well, if I'm ever going to get away with Del Campo, I'm going to have to attack now. So I attacked the crap out of it. Now he's probably got 100 meters on us, maybe a little bit less. And normally what you do in that situation is you turn around, you see someone's broken away. Not after your best mate totally screws you earlier. Well, no. And, uh, but anyway, I had to work my ass off to get on his wheel, and then we just attacked the crap out of the other boys, and they couldn't hear we were going. Thir- we were going, we, I think it was like 15 seconds at a time at one point, because we were going yeah. so hard. Yeah, just 15 seconds rotating. I won't do my impression of Bevan's breathing. <laughs> 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 you said you wouldn't. Well, I lied. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't even on the bike. But we. And, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah. And so, but we we got to the end, and we were amped because it was uh, it was very exciting times. So it was uh, yeah. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, we, we ended up putting quite a big epic. And Montgomery was in there. The yellow. You could just hear Philly Liggett screaming. And where's the yellow jersey? <laughs> So, but it was really quite cool because it was really aggressive riding and uh, it was just fun to do kind of cycle racing within the camp. We haven't really done cycle racing as such. We've done a lot of aggressive riding. It was good but, <laughs> yeah, but It was kind of cool just to have that experience. What was, what was Clive's comment about it? What was that? He's like, oh, when triathletes do this, I stay far away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was pretty much the end of that day. We went for a run, had a pretty good run, and that was kind of cool as well. Then uh, day 11, we had activities day, which is a uh, bit of an exciting day. Now, who took it out? Mark took it out, didn't he? I don't know. I woke up severely depressed, <laughs> and and I think my brain shut down and was 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 saying the camp was over. You're I couldn't be bothered with you're activities weak. because I was because I'm racing tomorrow morning. Yeah, whatever. You're weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got into uh, 400 IM, and I I managed to get through that. My the funny thing was that my breath stroke that sucked the most, so that was kind of sucky. And then we did well, so we're doing a pull two hundred kick. DNF'd. Yeah, he DNF'd. Two hundred kick, and then a fifteen meter free, and two hundred kick. Who took that out? Albert took it out, didn't he? Montgomery was fine. Oh, okay, start. we got to talk about Montgomery's. Yeah, Montgomery, <laughs> legendary. Two hundred kick. The guy is doing doing breaststroke kick, taking down everybody. Yeah, and we're talking Gordo, Scott, everybody. But then Albert. Well, no, he took down Albert. No, Albert, Albert oh, took it at the end. Oh, at the very last second, yeah. but. 
Honestly, I think Montgomery can kick faster than he can swim. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was kicking like a mofo. Oh. And uh, so that was kind of cool. And then uh, we did 53, and Scott Davis took that out, which is a pretty good effort. I think Gordo came in second, and uh, I don't know who got third, to be honest. Hmm. And then uh, from there, we went down. What else did we do after that? We went back to the camp. Oh, the rock throw? The oh, we <laughs> stone throw? So we got this rock that was about, how much about, maybe 10 I don't know, kgs. but I thought it was going to be the size of, like, a baseball. It was, it was probably about <laughs> 20 kg, maybe even a little bit more. It was a big rock, and we basically had to, you know, just, Throw the crap out of it, <laughs> and uh, no, who took Jarrett took it out. Jarrett, there. Jarrett. I was in the lead, and I was thinking, yeah, I'm gonna get, it, I'm gonna get it. And then Jarrett put like 20 centimeters on me, didn't he? Yeah, well, look at him. Yeah, he's look a nook, look a nook, and uh, he also won the TT. The yeah, Tom just said we had one tired trial, trial bike. I got sick in that again. I thought I was gonna dominate, and but he Jarrett. backed out of the race tomorrow. Yeah, but he powered, he powered he's time. At the he's pub drinking beers right now <laughs> with Melina in the company. <laughs> Melina's just trouble. So, uh, so that was really good. What else did we do? We did standing jump. And, standing uh, jump. I would have won that if I didn't falter. Well, you, well, you, if you break, if you falter, you don't win, dude. Who won? I don't know. Probably won? me. <laughs> Who won? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> Who won? Oh, I think it was me. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I did. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did one k time trial, and Gordo took that out, and we also did a four hundred meter sprint with your bike, like you would in a triathlon transition, and Gordo took that out. What else did we do? Uh... You did 1K time trial, uh, yeah. stone throw. Oh, help. The, the one thing, okay, <laughs> my grumpy mood, I didn't want to do any of it, but I was coaxed into doing the press-ups to failure. Press-ups to failure. And let me tell you, tomorrow for the swim... Don't do, don't do press-ups to failure. Don't do press-ups to failure two days before you're going to do an Ironman That's swim. That's a bad move. My pecs are like, they're about, like, I mean, they're like literally an inch closer together now. They're huge. What are you saying? Well, I'm just... Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so I have to say I kind of dominated the precepts. And Whatever, I, he cheated. His butt was totally coming <laughs> in the air. I was sitting there very quiet, and I didn't want to say anything. But I was like... I was like, no, 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 better than it. Your, your feet were like scooting up a little bit. You were like doing like downward dog by the end. It was like it was like he's doing downward dog and then trying to go down a little bit. Whatever. That was so strange. And Sean was soft on you. You weren't even touching his hand. I like six or seven, and I had to double. So what was we had to do press-ups. Down to your chest hitting the, uh, the fist on the ground, and uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I did manage to break the record. Class had the record of 94. 93 or something. 93 like that, and I managed to get 100 press-ups out, so I was pretty stoked with that. And next person got like 53. So, well, I did dominate. Devin, James, Ailes is so what special. Can I say? Wow. Pretty brains and can do press-ups. Yeah, well, what can I say? So, no. well, here's Gordo. He's got to pop his head in. Gordo Byrne! I like to say his name. Uh, <laughs> we're doing the Alliance update, and we're just talking about... Uh, Oh, you know what Gordo said? Or no, never mind. <laughs> no, it was actually what Melina said. Melina bends over and whispers to me, <laughs> "Gordo is your father." <laughs> it's, it's a Star Wars. Gordo, Gordo liked that. So anyway, um, and then today we rode ninety k's into uh, Wanaka. A uh, few boys kept on training hard all day. Big respect to uh, Big Louie. He just basically trained all day. I did an hour run and a 1,500-meter swim because I've got the right race tomorrow. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on the whole camp at the end now? I think everybody's going to be pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> respectable, mate. You know what? It's a whole camp. As a, as I, think that the, I think everybody on the camp uh, made huge gains in their training. Yep. And not just their training, but their mental ability, you know, as far as thinking you know, how much they can actually put in themselves in, in a matter of 10 days or yep. so. And, um, you know, I think if people play the next couple of weeks carefully, especially Mike Montgomery, yep. myself yeah. and you, yep. I think it's going to be a huge benefit. 
you know? So what's the difference? Because you did it last year. What's the difference you're I, feeling now? Well, last year, I remember I came back from camp, and um, I was I was living at the lodge in Christchurch, yeah. and we, you know, Bella and Stephen were still there, and Klaus was there, and, and so we had all done the camp, and I, and Mike Coughlin was there, and he yeah. hammered the camp, um, and I continued to sort of train. I was kind of high, because I was, yeah. you know, yeah. I thought, oh, I've never been able to do so much, you know, yeah. so great, and I kept it rolling, and... Well, Jonas was still there, and Jonas and I were running a ton, and I ended up injured. Yeah, you know, and I don't think it was from the camp. I think it was from the lack of respect of the camp afterwards. Yep. You know, and so I'm going to be very cautious about that because I do have a couple of aches and pains right now. Yep. And, you know, as soon as it's done, as Gordo says, get it all sorted and you know, take your two weeks and then roll back up because we got some serious uh, damage to do at Ironman New Zealand. Yeah, yeah Brendan and I are very much aiming for similar goals so it's going to be yeah. good. And we're quite similar in ability so it'll be a good race. Um, well, I'm better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's debatable. We'll see you in Ironman. Now, um, so, highlights of the camp for you? For me? Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, just the group was the highlight. Yeah. It was a good group. You know, sometimes wonder when you come into something like this how's the how are the people going to be yeah because you know what the training's going to be like yeah you know and if if the group isn't that great you can always fall back on the training mm. but the group was great yeah it was know? wasn't it yeah. yeah i thought we all got along well you know any particular case sessions my i think one of my favorite sessions was the aquathon we did the other yep. day yep. Uh, just because i surprised myself on my run but i really liked the other day when we you yeah, and i were riding yeah, hard yeah. i like I like KOMs because I think it makes it fun. Yep. Even when I don't do that well in them, I still yeah, push still it enjoy them. Yeah. yeah, and and the the amount of swimming that we did. Yeah, I think the the, the phenomenal when we had both had our PBs in the swim was pretty cool as well. Um, what about you? Well, I never never ask you. Okay, highlights of the camp. Um, I think well, you got it. Okay, so Mike Montgomery's won the the yellow jersey, right. and I think you've yeah, got a. Um, give him a lot of respect for that. The guy, Huge. the guy was an animal. Yeah. The guy really was. The guy wanted it just so much. And Brandon, you definitely worked hard and you pushed him to his max. And uh, he pretty much had to work up until day ten. And even yesterday, he still was kind of counting the numbers. And uh, well, I think that's really, you know, I knew I wasn't going to get it. Yeah. When I saw how focused he was on his yeah. ability or his desire to ride that yeah. long. He, he, he would have gone, gone twelve hours a day every day to get there. He really would have. And I think it would have been a lot of fun to yeah. have a camp that. We could totally all just go yeah. nuts like that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. So I, I think the highlight of just seeing him do that, he, and he's definitely a worker. Um, I think also the, the other person I think with two other people I think Mark uh, had a legendary camp. Yeah. Um, and also Louis or Louis. Yeah. Louis. Louis is uh, one of the older guys. He's done like twenty nine Ironman. He's decided to come here to really make a step up in his training. And to me, um, he's got a great attitude. About he really everything. has. Like, even today, yeah. you end up doing like an extra three hours today, and just. You know, just really, you just know he's going to get the benefit from the camp. Last thing I think was uh, Molina. You know, like Scott Molina as an athlete, you, we don't really need to talk about him that much, but we kind of do need to talk about the fact that the man ran that 5K yeah. so fast. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, eh? It, it, you know, it's one thing to still be a stud in the endurance, yeah. but he still had speed. speed. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. That was, that was very impressive. And he just, you know, he still got the toughness. You know, every day, you know, when the boys are getting a little bit weaker or something. He'll, he'll always be one of the first people to attack and really bring it yeah, forward. Yeah, with the KOM. Yeah, he was the first, yeah. Well, one of the first things he said to me after that KOM that he beat me up, he's like, oh, you got soft. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> right. So so I think those people really shone for me. I, definitely, I think everyone shone, but I think uh, those people in particular. Personally, and Toby. 
Oh, Toby, yeah, Toby, Toby Radcliffe, man. Well, all of them. Yeah, I think everyone, everyone's really made some big progress. Uh, personally, I really enjoyed the, the challenges. So I enjoyed uh, time trial. The things I did well in, obviously, uh, that second King of the Mountain where I got on top of Mike was kind of cool. The day we rode together, um, just all that long stuff, being able to run, and just I think for me, what I've really taken away from it is the belief that I can achieve the things I'm trying to achieve, and mainly with the swimming, to be honest, because I knew I can ride. That, so, yeah, yeah, and I know both, I can we run. We both had and, that conversation the other day because. You know, you really want to be in that sub fifty-five pack of swimmers, and yeah. I think that's when we did confirm that if we keep it up, we we will be yeah. in that pack. Yeah. And you're motivated to do it now. Like sometimes yeah. with swimming, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere, and so whereas now I know I can do it, so I know it leading into my next right, race. In, a, gonna... in the pool, you tend to see the same times, yeah. and you tend to feel the same way. But once you get out there in the open water and you hit hit a mark, you're like, all right, mm. it's things are starting to work. So as an overall, I think, I'm not sure of the exact points, but I'm pretty sure it was Mike, then you, then Toby for one, two, three. Melina took out over 40. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Melina took out Toby and Melina were still going after it today. Yep. Mike took out yellow, and Mike also took out king of the mountain because he got that first two days, the first two points. You know what second, second gets you? Nothing. Second gets you nothing. Gets you nothing. It's like second at the... Which kind of sucks, because that, that polka dot top was really cool, and I kind of admired it in the end, but that's, that's so bad. You know what's better what looking? Mike? You know what's better looking? What's that? Seeing your name on a top ten <laughs> Iron Man, <laughs> or seeing seeing that magical number eight yeah, when you're coming eight, in, the eight coming in. So, so that's pretty much our alliance update for the rest of the camp. Oh, um, why don't you tell them about the fifty bucks you lost last night? Okay, so <laughs> okay, on the side note, well, I've had this. I, I have this really great card trick, and it's a sensational card trick, and it's okay, it's sensational. And uh, the whole camp, I've been showing it to, to, to Campo here, and he has this card trick which is just pathetic. He says, "Pick a number." Everybody out there, I want you to think of a card. He says. <laughs> He says, think of a card, and he just opens up the cards until he finds it, and it's pathetic. I don't open the cards but, until I find it. I'm psychic. No, you don't. But anyway, so last night, he pulled out his pick a card, and he said, what's your card? I said, King of Hearts. And he goes, okay, what will you pay me if it's King of Hearts? And I'm thinking, well, he hasn't got it, so I'll pay you 50 bucks. He fluked the King of Hearts, and so I had to pay 50 bucks. So was it then, wasn't a fluke. He flicked it. And I was it. just working him the whole time before, <laughs> knowing I could get 50 bucks out of him, because it was easy. So then he paid me 50 bucks to give me my money back to show him my magic trick, which I did, and then he screwed it. You ruined it for Melina. I did. <laughs> but Melina thought, when I ruined it, he's like, hey, how'd, how'd you move my card from there? <laughs> he so, was impressed with my failure. So for those of you who know Brandon, I'm asking to show you the card trick, but practice it more, mate. You know, you're losing the, you know, you're taking the shine well, off Well, you know, when I come to Iron Man races now, people might, you know, yeah, well, I'll bring my cards. Bring your cards. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so anyway, that's the Alliance update for Epic Camp. The Alliance is not over, though. We have tomorrow... Yep. We got the big day. Bevan and I are going to throw down oh, yeah, some tomorrow, serious PRs in that swim. We're going to do a PR in the swim, hopefully, and then also we're going to do 180 on a bike. And uh, Brandon's got his mate over here. Oh yeah, Brett. Say hello. Hello. There's there Brett. He is. And uh, he's Brett uh, Johnson. He's going to run. He's going to do the marathon. And uh, so he just PR'd recently in the marathon. Oh, nice. Ran 311. Went from like a 430 or something to oh, a 311. Good, 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 so, so it's I coach him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah that's pretty much us for the camp and uh, we'll catch up soon look out soon because uh, Ben and I got some ideas on Deke to try Geek oh yeah I don't think they know about Deke yet well they'll find out anyway we're going to leave it at that alright alright see us alright then it's uh, end of Epic Camp although it is the Tuesday at Iron Man Talk Studios yes. do you know someone asked for photos of the studios oh really yeah Ooh. we're not going to do it because oh, we want your imagination to run wild lots of photos of the camp though up on the website yeah yeah EpicCamp.com cool. EpicCamp.com, and uh, I tell you what, I'm sick of carrying my computer around. <laughs> okay. I had to carry, so I've got an iMac computer, which is like a desktop computer, a 20-inch iMac, and uh, I had to put it in a box every morning, yeah. take it out of the box every day. You uh, did well. You did well. I tried. So, um, so EpicCamp's finished. Uh, from your point of view, what do you think? 
we went really well. Everybody left uh, pretty happy, I think. Um, thankfully, the weather was fantastic the second week, yeah, and that definitely. makes a big difference. Got a tan. Yeah. And, uh, Trying but, to start from Melina. But uh, the, the guys, um, you know, I think what typified the campers uh, on the, the last night um, when we had sort of a dinner out, one of the guys who got an award, Lou, got up and he almost started crying. He had yeah. such a good time. Um, Lou really was the star of the camp, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he did a fantastic... He was just brilliant. Well, we, I don't think we've mentioned this, but Lou on the... Uh, Last day, so we did the Ironman, and uh, Lou just did the swim, and Gordo did it, and Lou beat Gordo out of the swim, mm. and he did it like a 51 minute, which is like very, very six or seven minutes faster than any swim he'd done in the last eight years. Mm. Like, and, and you know, at the end of Epic Camp, and and it wasn't a short swim; it was an honest. That yeah, was an and honest the guy, distance. and the guy was one of the last guys on the last day who was still training. You know, like, he mm. was just he was just amazing, eh? and it was just mm. really inspirational to be around him. Eh? Mm. So, so and, and that's a big part of Epic. I mean, um, I think what we'll probably do in the next few weeks is talk through. You know, so we've seen on the forum some people thinking they're going to do their own epic camp, but part of it is that sort of camaraderie. That's a mm. big part of it, and um, and that sort of typified that when Lou got up there and he was, he said it was a, one of the best two weeks of his life. Yeah. and he absolutely loved it. So, from an organisational point of view, it went really well. Um, and you know, for me personally, I enjoyed it and, and it finished off really well with good race for me. Yeah. What about you? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I found um, just the motivation factor in it. You're um. You know, to do that kind of training day in, day out, it's just normally I, I can kind of do two or three days and then work or life gets in the way. And so to get away from everything, it's kind of cool to be around motivated athletes, just really drives you through it. I achieved some personal goals throughout it, like my best swim time, um, I felt my road really well, um, got my running back on track, so it was kind of cool. Um, and, and for me, the key was just the support. Um, I don't think we've talked about them enough, really, but the guys who supported us. Who did we have? We had um, Michelle, Michelle, and Dave, Dave. who did a team in the challenge race. Yeah, Both Josh just did there, I think. Josh, who and managed Darryl. to ding the van. I'm a Darren. <laughs> yeah, we kept that from him. He had a car accident and didn't tell John before the race. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and then uh, Darren and John Alice did the massage. So if you're ever in Christchurch and need a massage, yeah. um, Muscles Inc. with John yeah. Ellis. Yeah. Uh, Those guys are amazing. Like the thing is, is that you know we are the focus of the camp, but they work just as hard as us. You know, every day they're basically hanging around us in the van, or they're going ahead to the next place, and you know they just you'd come in, the food's ready, everything about it, and it was really interesting because on the sad day they weren't supporting us because it was over and they're doing yeah. our race, and you really noticed today. You're like, what's yeah. the food? And oh, <laughs> you have to look after yourself for once, and you got a bit used to having support. So. Uh, to me, the, the, their input into the camp was just really, really important. I really mm. appreciated what they did. So it's interesting now. It's now two days on, or three days on, and now Tuesday in uh, Christchurch. And uh, I am feeling pretty fatigued. Mm. I'm finding I need to sleep during the day. And I went for a bit of a run yesterday, and I was feeling pretty shagged. And uh, I got to go for a bit of a swim after this, and just definitely my body's and my, you know, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, Gordo on one night gave a bit of a talk and was really saying that. You know, the week after Epic Camp is like you've done an Ironman. That's sort of uh, the way you've got to approach, approach your training. Take it very, very easy and, uh, and not get carried away too quickly because, you know, for you and for the other guys that are doing Ironman New Zealand, that's your, your, your bike training pretty much done. Mm. You know, you don't need to go crazy. Sure, there's a bit of sharpening work to be done, but um, you've got all the volume that you'll ever need for, for this build-up. And, yeah. and the same applies for the other guys that are doing New Zealand. So. Mm. Yeah, we've got lots of questions to catch up on in the next few weeks. Well, we? finally we're back to the normal format. Although it's only been two weeks, we've done so many shows, it feels a bit lost. So next week on the show, we're going to be back to the normal format, so we can have all the age group of the week. Oh. and oh, It's exciting times, we've got the music back. I know, people uh, are, I bet they've been missing oh, the we've music. We've got so many emails about the music. And it was good down in Wanaka to meet a few of the listeners. Yeah, that was cool. Actually, I have to big up. So we had a guy called Richard who was doing, doing the race, and he mm-hmm. ended up coming in. I passed him on the bike, I think he did about 13, 14 hours, so that was kind of cool, Richard. And... Uh, 
Glenn. I met Glenn who gave us a kia kaha. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, nice. that was kind of cool as well. And so. Andrew Robertson, who's a family friend of ours, he actually listens, and he's oh, he nice. won the uh, thirty to thirty nine age group in ten oh two. There was two wow. there was two minutes covering the first three in the thirty to thirty nine age group, wow. and they all passed each other on the run, and it was going back and forth and back and forth. And he so. got it. So he got it. So it was great. And uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So. And yeah. So yeah. So it's good to see all your listeners are out there and doing it, doing it for real, keeping it real. Mm. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much our show for this week. So I want to thank the sponsors again, uh, the Coffees of Hawaii. So go to Coffees of Hawaii for all your coffee needs. Again, they were great on the camp, and the boys, I don't think, would have survived the camp without it. Great coffee. Mm. It really is. I was loving it. We got through a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, like, you, you notice the quality? Yeah. Yeah, I found it. I was loving it. Because I don't drink a lot of coffee, but I was down in it. <laughs> so, um, so coffeesofhawaii.com. Always want to thank those guys, the camp sponsors. And also the camp sponsors, so Oomph Clothing, which is uh, oomphsports.com, um, Head Cycling. Just for the thing, Oomph Clothing is really cool. Oh, yeah. Everybody on the, it's, it fits really well. Yeah, and, that's uh, the thing. Like, it's, it's triathlon, who cares, but it's fashion, man. Yeah, you look, fashion. you put it on, you're, you're sharp. And I like that. You like that? Yeah. And then we had Head Cycles, who produce, you know, carbon fiber wheels. Yep. And, and socks. Uh, yep, and socks. We've got some socks. And, uh, uh, also, Pro Four, who supplied us with all our nutritional products, yep. which was gels. fantastic, and uh, Blue Seventy, who um, pr- produced the best wetsuits in the world. One thing that with Blue Seventy as well, everyone was talking about those socks. Everyone, was, they had some socks. Yeah. Everyone was loving great. them, and they're multi-purpose. Yeah, because people uh, were using them on the bike, weren't they? Brandon was using them on the bike, and uh, and yeah, I, I again, I, I don't think they're definitely not going to give you any speed advantage. But if it's cold, yep. uh, they definitely do keep your feet nice and warm. And it's, in those really cold swims, it is a bit of an ass when you come out and your feet are like ice blocks. Just so. one tip, guys, don't use the webbed gloves in the night. In a race. Unless <laughs> <laughs> Bevan and I are racing and, and you think you're going to yeah, finish in front yeah, of us. Right. Then, if you're 30, then, then make sure check you them on, check them on. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much our show for this week. We are back to um, the normal show next week. So if you have any questions, we have got quite a few backed up. So uh, maybe hold off on those for a week or so. If you want to put them through, we'll get to them eventually. Um, that's ironmantalk at gmail.com I've, what I've done with the website this week is I've done it so that a lot of people only listen through the website so what I've done is I've put all episodes of Epic Camp episodes just on our main page so check out that it's got all the episodes so you can just click on the episode from Iron Man Talk find the episode from Epic Camp and then you'll be able to listen to it uh, click on an ad we like that and also um, Amazon store if you buy through there we get some money which is kind of cool anything else to add? John's coaching website? Triathloncoach.net. I don't, don't think there's any races coming up in the next few weeks, is there? No, really no, quite no soon. big ones. No. 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 That's about it. That's pretty much us for this week. It's uh, quite a week for me. I'm enjoying that. And Good. We're going to watch the Buskers today. That was kind of cool. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got to go watch the Buskers, mate. I will. There you go. <laughs> anyway, it's. Uh, wait a second, what is it? We always, we've got to learn this, mate. We really do, because we're shocking. Iron rusts. Iron men don't. Train hard. Train well. Keep. Oh, and it's train smart. No, it's trim well. I don't know. I'll confuse you now. Yeah, have. Okay, let's do it again. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm rusts. I'm in, don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia, Kia